What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with just the Total Package, Craig the British Bulldog, and Cusses Off this week, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Someone feed me today's topic. We This topic I've been wanting to do for a while, and we are finally going to do the legacy of Sensational Sherry. I'm excited. This is going to be good. Sensational Sherry, Scary Sherry, Queen Sherry. There's lots yeah. of names. Craig, Elizabeth, Elizabeth gets the reputation as the first lady of professional wrestling, but you want to talk about the uh, kind of the best worker and the best heel and the, the, the woman that did the most and can take the most bumps and the best in building characters and one of the most unappreciated. Um, plus, she had the skills in and out of the ring. There was no bigger package than Sherry, and she is she's such a she had so many moments of our childhood, and she's underrated and forgotten and i am also very glad that we are touching on uh sherry martell yeah, last, last sensational checked, scary i, I can think yeah. of one bump that elizabeth took i'm pretty sure sherry was taking bumps even on house shows every single night um yeah with all the dudes out there making it happen captain for audio fans give us a listen on apple spotify soundcloud iHeartRadio, radio Stitcher, and google podcast or watch our videos at our wrestling uh, something. Uh, they'll get back to you on that. On social media, give us a follow on Instagram <laughs> or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Facebook at our wrestling podcast. Guys, are you ready for some scary Sherry? Just want to get right, right into baby. it. All right, yes. let's go. Let's do this. Sherry Lynn Russell was born February 8th, 1958 in Birmingham, Alabama. She became involved in pro wrestling in 1980 and was trained by Butch Moore in Texas as Sherry Martine. After realizing she needed more training, she went to the fabulous Moolah for further guidance and to take some of her money, I'm mm. sure. Moolah changed her name to Sherry Martell and, and sent her to Japan to finish her training there and took a cut. I can't stop. Unfortunately, Sherry would engage in the nightlife and eventually get kicked out of Moolah school for not focusing or paying her her cut. She was I kind of Tennessee- love that. I kind of <laughs> love that she was kicked out of Moolah school and yeah. rose, rose above despite that fact because a lot of people never had that second chance. So good for her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for not focusing, whatever. She went to Tennessee where Jim Cornette became uh, her manager there. She became injured shortly after and began managing other wrestlers to keep collecting a paycheck, which, by the way, is where she really seems to shine. In 1985, Sherry joined the AWA thanks to Larry Zabitsko in her debut match at Super Clash. Sherry defeated Candy Devine, or is it Devine or Devine, sorry, um, to win the AWA Women's Championship there. It was de- it was definitely Devine. Devine, gotcha. No, no, it was. There's no way it was Devine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like right away. Uh, you know, AWA people tend to forget about AWA. One of these days, I'm going to put together something on the AWA to talk about it. You but, uh, it to. was considered one of the big three 
back in the day, and especially back in this time. It was starting to falter a little bit, but it was still really popular, the AWA in Minnesota. Um, and Sherry winning the Women's Championship in her debut match, like she kind of instantly splashed on the mat. You know, it was easy but hard for women, I think, to get noticed back here because if you weren't a part of Moolah's click, her, uh, you know, stable that she would rent out, <laughs> you know, take a big cut, as Dave would say, um, it was hard because Moolah was either married to the top promoter or she was in with the top promoters and they went to Moolah to use the women. Moolah had to give her approval and quote unquote rent them out basically is what Moolah, how Moolah made so much money. Uh, Sherry at Broken Away kind of at this point was sort of like on her own path. And so to go on the AWA and just kind of right away win the championship says a lot. And uh, you're going to go on to read here too. She also cut her management teeth like as well. And yeah. so we, we kind of knew her more as a manager because unfortunately after this time, women's wrestling in the U.S. was fading out quickly and it would try to have these little lame revivals here and there. And up until, you know, six, seven years ago, it wasn't really a thing. Well, I can't say that. And like 2001 and two and three, you had Trish and Lita and, you know, jazz and all them or whatever. But yeah, like, yeah, re women's wrestling's had a long, hard path. And there was yeah. no, there was no like women's division for Sherry to hang her hat on it, here. It was, it was Moolah or nothing for 45, they, they were 50 years. Like the, they were attractions like small people. And I yeah. don't mean that to be rude, but. You some territories would be like, yeah, give me the small people so we could have a small person match, or oh, what are the women doing, Mula? Oh, I'll give you, I'll give you two of my best, huh? And I'll give you two of my best people. Like you could argue, she held back the uh, the competition of the women's uh, set. For, yeah, she for was making decades. tons of money on her on her own, you know. Yeah, giving them more money than they probably would make, you know, at the local dairy store, you know, in their town. But and, at the same and time, Vince taking, still paid her after that, yeah. so good for her. Yeah. So, in addition to wrestling, she did become manager of Buddy Rose and Doug Summers. And they won the AWA Tag Team Championship. It's also where she met Shawn Michaels. They feuded with the Midnight Rockers in AWA. Wow. Um, so, yeah, Sherry had her encounters already with Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels, even back here with the AWA. Yeah, and we're going to jump right into, speaking of Shawn Michaels, we're going to jump into the World Wrestling Federation. Apparently, she followed Jesse Ventura, and she made her WWF debut on July 24th, 1987, and defeated the fabulous Moolah, that's getting back, to win the WWF Women's Championship and becoming, I'm sorry, and renaming herself Sensational Sherry. Oh, look at that. Sherry hooked her, takes her over. It's on, oh, it's unreal. History has been made here. Unbelievable. History made here in the San Houston Coliseum. She would hold the title for 15 months until losing it to Rockin' Robin on October 8th, 1988. I swear. And that was um, actually a, that was a tour of Paris, France. Off the top rope. A bulldog. She's close enough to the rope. Turns her over. She got No, I don't believe it. History has been made here in Paris, France. We have a new ladies champion. Where do you go? Listen to this place go bananas. Look at the look on her face. Let's get the official word. France when she lost. Oh, wow. There you go. Yes. She would make a brief stint under a wig and sunglasses as the main squeeze of the honky talk man. Peggy now Sue. that I did not know. <laughs> yeah, she, she was Peggy Sue for the feud with Macho Man. And even when he started feuding with Beefcake, 
uh, his main squeeze would come out dancing with Jimmy Hart or whatever, and it was sensational Sherry under a blonde wig and sunglasses. I, she was yeah. she was Pegasus, Honky's hey, main Pegasus. Yep. As the company phased out their women's division in 1989, Sherry began to manage again at WrestleMania Five. She would replace Elizabeth as the manager to Macho Man Randy Savage. She would be in Savage's corner as he rematched Hulk Hogan across the country. So can I say a a fun Hogan story? So when they were touring one time, he said there was a spot they always did where Hogan Hogan would throw Savage outside and Sherry would jump up on the apron to try to distract the referee. And Hogan would mimic her like Sherry would put her hands on her hips and point at Hogan. And Hogan would put his hands point at her and then he would keep marching towards her and then she would slap him. He said one night she slapped him so hard and she actually slapped him more towards the ear and it created a suction like, you know, a, a suction like to slap. Oh, wow. And he's like, he's like, I, bl- I passed out on my feet and I don't really remember anything. And I came to and I was turning around and Macho was talking to me like, are you all right, brother? Like, that. And like I fucking think so. He said that like, he just the suction that it created with the cup of her hand. Yeah. She slapped and, him, and, right and she's not holding back out. either. Cherry, yeah. Cherry can lay it in. I mean, seriously. As, as much as she gave it, as the she took it as more than she gave it. Oh, like, in all these matches, Hogan, sure. yeah, Hogan would fucking throw her over the top rope, give her atomic drops, like clothesline her. Yeah, he like I'm Sherry, sure he did, wouldn't dude, he Sherry grab her by the hair and throw her into the ring a lot and that kind of thing? You know, my yeah. goodness, like yeah, Sherry was awesome. And when we would do cage matches, she would always climb the side of the cage, yeah. like and yeah. try to get up on top no of the cage fear, with man. the. She was awesome, Sherry. Was I remember awesome. we used to watch videos, and it was like I wish she would like. Leave her alone. Like I started to root for her. Like she was the heel, and like you, you, you were supposed to cheer when she took this stuff. But I was like, no, like ow, like stop. Yeah. Like I, 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 you, I think people like us that are kind of geeking out over wrestling, we grew respect for her even when we we're watching this real time. You know, we're like, wow, Sherry's yeah. really taking taking a beating right now. Like, okay, how many women are gonna get in the ring and get just lariated by you know by a man? And she would do that like every week, you know. So you have to. Yeah. That this is the respect I think we're talking about that was early on for people like us. So. And you know, it's hard to imagine anybody but Elizabeth with Macho Man, but Sherry molded with him just absolutely perfect. The heel she Randy molded Savage. With everyone. I mean. Welcome, sister, sensational. Welcome, Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. I know you're out there. And Miss Elizabeth, I know that you can hear me. Miss Elizabeth, I have something to say to you. I am more woman than you have ever dreamed of being. 
I mean, yeah, opinion. she was. I mean, they were such a great match. Not as good as Elizabeth and Savage because they were too opposite to Elizabeth right. and Savage. Sure. But like Sherry was, if he's going to be dirty heel, she was right there. She was such a dirty heel, and she was amazing, and she was loud. You would hear her screaming at ringside, come oh. on, like screaming and slamming the mat, you know. And yeah, she was fantastic. Like she was just like she the always, best she always added um, additional value to whatever matches she was involved in. So. During this period, Savage would defeat Hacksaw Jim Duggan to become king of the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> he would change his name to the Macho King. I remember this. It's so much fun. And then Sherry became Queen. Sherry, I don't you know, know what? but we're all still looking for <laughs> <laughs> You want me to do the job for Savage tonight, boss? No problem. Oh, hey, Randy, what are we doing tonight? Like this, Hacksaw. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'm just watching. Sherry, watching are you going to slap tracks. me? Are you going to get on the apron? Awesome stuff, Sherry. Good job. And it's going to be great. Um, the fucking uh, crown flopping on his head. And and uh, can I give credit to Savage and Sherry? So most people, this uh, the King's crown was a silly gimmick. You know, I mean, they used it for Holly Race. They put it on the was Because it wasn't even King of the Ring, right? It wasn't even No, that. it was just, a, yeah, it was just a, the, the gimmick, the crown gimmick. Yeah. So when Savage wins it, here he was World Wrestling Federation champion for a full year. You know, the whole storyline pretty much dictated that he was going to lose to Hogan at WrestleMania 5. He loses Elizabeth, which was like a big part of his act. He gets Sherry, who's equally as good, and they both embrace the shit out of the King and Queen gimmick. They were amazing. He cha Savage changes his entrance attire. He was carried to the ring every match, not just periodically like Haku would yeah. be or King. Every match he was carried down on that You're plank that all the prelims would carry. Sherry was Queen Sherry. She started wearing makeup with crazy crowns and stuff. And like they both embraced it. Macho Man falls from grace, not world champion anymore. It's like, look, if they're going to give me this, I'm going to fucking do the best with it. And yeah, what a, a great game. partner to have in Sherry because Sherry just embraced the hell out of this. And they were both yeah. so funny as King and Queen. They were amazing. They were awesome. Yeah. yeah. That goddamn scepter that Savage would carry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they both deserve credit for making the gimmick work. They would feud with Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire. And compete in a mixed gender tag match on April 1st, 1990 at WrestleMania 6. Though they would lose, Sherry bumped all over for Sapphire and Rhodes, making them look, especially with somebody like Sapphire, who was not a worker in any way. Sure. You yeah. have to go back and Making watch Sapphire it. look strong. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. And she and, did and the same thing with Elizabeth, too. You know, uh, before oh, yeah. that, I... I I didn't mention that at SummerSlam 89, she was in the corner of Zeus and Savage as they took on Hogan and Beefcake, but Elizabeth was there as well. Sherry got her ponytail cut off at the end of the thing. It was obviously a fake extension, sure. but Beefcake cut her ponytail off at the end, and and but she made Elizabeth look good. Every time Elizabeth would get her hands on her, Sherry would bump for her, and Elizabeth would grab Sherry by the hair and spin her around, and Sherry had no problem because she knew the more I put her over, the more heat I'm going to yeah. get. Like, this is the best. Like. Sherry was just the best, like really. Yeah, I think you actually have it here too with Warrior, right? According to the notes I see here. Um, after that feud ended, Ch uh, Savage became involved with the Ultimate Warrior. He would lose a career ending match to the Warrior on WrestleMania 7. After that loss, Sherry became enraged with Savage for losing. She turned on Savage by kicking him in the gut. Miss Elizabeth with her beautiful star sweater. Ran down to the ring and threw Sherry out by her hair, which means Sherry threw herself out by her hair, to Jess's point. This would lead into the most emotional moment in WrestleMania history as Savage and Elizabeth reunited 
and embraced. By you the forget way, that that Sherry was a part Sherry of that. She is the literally, catalyst for this. Yeah. yeah, she broke up. She quote unquote broke up with Savage that night because he lost, and she started yeah. picking him. And then like my my parents that would we'd always get these pay per views at my mom and dad's house, and they were they just blessed them for allowing. Were, were all they these were they actually moved by it, Jess? My mom and dad always loved like certain characters, and that's how I knew one of the characters my mom and dad always asked about was, "Well, what's Sherry doing?" Like they always, my mom was like, "Oh, Sherry's great," and she always loved Savage and Sherry together. She's like, "Oh, Sherry's just so funny and loud, yeah, and she's evil, she's and like you know, yeah." Like so, even non wrestling fans or casuals, my parents actually came became casuals kind of indirectly because we would just invade their living room and make my mom and dad pay thirty bucks for pay per view. So um, we just walk in and say, "Mom." Yeah, we would have all of us. I have the TV for cheering. four hours, Mom. Yeah, and she they, she loved it. What, Sherry was one of their favorite characters, especially my mom. She would always be like, oh, what's Sherry? Years later, she'd be like, what's Sherry doing? You know, and I'm yeah. like, oh, she's this and that. That's so, awesome. So, yeah, yeah, Sherry was definitely one of the ones that we talked about a lot. And but that and that 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 specific moment when Sherry could have had her way with Elizabeth, and it wasn't even realistic that, like, Elizabeth would get rid of Sherry or be able to take her. But like for some reason it worked. She grabbed her by the hair, threw her out and Sherry kind of bailed. And then the whole magic of like Savage being like the wounded dog, like not knowing who's there and striking it like Elizabeth, like the emotion of that moment, like uh, that's just well said. It's one of the, if not the most emotional moment in WrestleMania history, like um, Sherry it was Reed. amazing. And all Sherry, Sherry was the catalyst to start, had to be believable enough to beat up Savage and have him beaten after the match without any other interference. And then to take the hair pull back out the ring and then kind of disappear, or at least like fume at ringside. And then that whole piece of Savage, like not understanding it was Elizabeth and still think he's being beaten by Sherry. Um, yeah. it, it was outstanding. Well done. well done. By everybody. Like Sherry's like, the best. To your point, like Elizabeth can throw Sherry out of the ring, but it, but for real, Sherry can hit Hulk Hogan hard enough to knock him out on his feet for a few seconds. Yeah. Like Sherry can still sell it that way. She had to be tough pretty, enough to ju- to, to have impressive. Macho Man scared of a woman from beating him, beating her up. And then, but like, but bail out of the ring when Elizabeth just threw her out. That's like, working. Yeah. That's working, gentlemen. That's working. All day long. Sherry would appear on the card, uh, later in the card, during Ted DiBiase and Virgil's match. She would side with Ted DiBiase and attack an injured Rowdy Piper to become his manager, meaning DiBiase. Overall, her alliance with DiBiase. Oh, man. Okay. It can't get any worse than this. Oh, Sherry! Like, she starts <laughs> kicking the shit out of him. But I, Come I, on. I, I will, and she managed uh, DiBiase until he formed a tag team with IRS in 92. But I'll tell you, there's some great pictures of Sherry and Million Dollar Man just on the town kind of thing. Um, I almost picked that for for our backdrop today because I, I was. She started, yeah. Place. She was start again. She changed her costume. She started wearing matching dresses with dollar signs on them and stuff like that. She Sherry was great. Like she molded with everybody. And I think crazy you know, question on that. Do you think she? Do you think she went to the seniors and put that out of her own dime, or do you think like Vince set that up for her? I'm not sure. Going? A lot of them. I think Savage like paid for his own shit. I think Savage paid for his own shit. There's a lot of guys that when they would go over the top. Nowadays, the seamstresses do everything. Yeah. Like for the characters, but now back here, I think a lot of guys and girls made their own shit, like yeah. or would pay to have that same designer do something different out of the exactly. norm. Yeah, but even curious. even beyond that, it was like you were either kind of just the valet or whatever. But like Sherry was never just the valet, so like she threw her all into every character, and whether it was the costumes, and later on we'll talk about later the makeup when she was scary, Sherry, like. 
But like she yeah. was always willing to get involved and take bumps and get the shit kicked out of her. Whereas like most of the women before her like would never take a bump and like would never like she was just a perfect mix of uh, a cornette hedonist manager, but as a woman uh, with a different dynamic and then but changed her image so many times depending on the wrestler that she was managing. Like she was a chameleon. She was great. And that's a I good was just point thinking too. That, like good call how yeah. I, you know now that I think about it, and maybe it's just because we're doing this episode. How is she not mentioned in the same breath as like the Cornets and the Heenans? Yeah. I don't know why she wouldn't be. It's really yeah. a fair point. I don't know really if anybody just point. didn't because she was a woman's wrestler, even though she managed way more than she wrestled for the most part. Yeah. Well, um, what I'll, even what I'll though, tell you even up, though she, she won not, the two major she championships. She was not a valet at all, in my opinion. Yeah. People might try to say She was a manager. She was a manager. She, she was, was a just manager. As, she was just as strong as Heenan and Cornette and, he, and uh, uh, Jimmy Hart and Slick and all those other guys. Uh, she was just as good, and now that I think about it, like I never think of her in the same no. breath as that. But how 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 am I maybe, not? Maybe because she managed she bumped, the AWA Tag Team Champions better than them, Jess. I mean, yeah. we think of her as a wrestler before we think of her as a manager. That's I think that's why. Maybe I that's, that's why. why. Um, and but going it's back not to fair. Craig's point she, too, she, she's in the top five managers out there. She got sure. the nickname of Scary Sherry not by herself. It was before SummerSlam '89. Brutus Beefcake came out and confronted her on a Brother Love show and said, "You know what?" You're not sensational. You're scary, scary, Sherry. And then he had the whole crowd chanting "Scary Sherry." And then Savage attacked him from behind, and it, that so that's the setup there. I did not the one, up the, uh, So you're saying that's the one thing that Brutus ever did in his wrestling career that was good was the scary possibly, Sherry? Thing. I, possibly. Yeah, good for him. But, thanks, uh, thanks but yeah, so he, oh, so I think, I think that, the best thing Brutus did was like her nickname actually... for the fans. So the fans, yeah. so she got even more heat. Because the crowd would start chanting "Scary Sherry" at her, and she'd get all mad and pissed off when they would do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and inside, she's eating it up. And Dave, mm-hmm. to, to your question, I think the best thing Brutus ever did for the business was buy that barbershop, uh, <laughs> where that that Marty jumped through. Yeah, to just a, being, to, to escape Sean. Just yeah. being in the right place when uh, Shawn Michaels threw Marty Janae through the window. That was the best yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. So, so he has two two accolades to his career: the barbershop, where yeah. all, you know, from the super kick. And calling Sherry scary. Yeah, Sherry. and one was just he purely just woke up and came to work, and then that made him famous. Yeah, yeah. Well, it helps when you got when you got the Hulkster in your corner. Oh, brother. brother, he's my good friend, brother. Yeah, he's gonna be the next champion, brother. Oh, brother, fuck him. All right, Jess. Jess, you have 15 seconds to name all of Brutus's gimmicks. Go. Oh God. Oh my God. Is it one, Zodiac? Two. Uh, three, Booty Man. Four. Brutus Barber Beefcake. Six. Fuck. Seven, I'm, I'm probably missing one. Eight. I don't remember. Uh, Bro- Brother he, Brutai. No, it was Brother Brutai. That was Hogan's stupid uh, nickname for him. Is that really a character? Yeah. Yeah, that was unfair of me to do that. He, uh, no, that's he, fine. That's fine. He, I, I, I that's pulled fun. Booty Man out of my ass. <laughs> you literally put Booty Man out of And you, and you remembered Zodiac. Yeah, Zodiac. Good job. Good job. I think because we were talking about Bash of the Beaches and he was Zodiac. Yeah. Right. It was recent memory. So good stuff. Sherry would then accompany Shawn can I, Michaels. Can I to say something ring. real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. I, don't, I don't ever want to talk about Bruce Beefcake again. <laughs> <laughs> I already know what's on the Insta next week. Um, can we can please put up on the screen right now that picture of him and Greg Valentine just like eating snacks on the on the on the? I swear, I yeah, swear yeah, like two grandpas yeah. and like, a weed pipe on the thing, which I, I yes. love. I mean, I love him. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Yeah. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no worries. No worries. All right. <laughs> All right. Now that we've probably was- beefcake for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! I want to try to re- try to bring this back. Sherry would then accompany Shawn Michaels to the ring and give him heat as he began his single run as a heel. 
Jess, can you please find the recording that I know is there where Sherry's singing his whole song? Yes, and I, I was just going to say that too. The big, the first version of Shawn Michaels' "Sexy Boy" song was Sherry singing her. it. Yeah, yeah, it I was think Sherry he's singing cute. it. Yeah. Oh, Sean! Yeah, it's. Fast. I think he's cute. I miss it. I miss so it. So she was like the main squeeze. They were trying to play it off that she was an older woman and he's the young heartthrob. And you know, Sean never really. It's funny because his character kind of reflected the way he felt in real life. He respected yeah. Sherry and loved Sherry. But he was against Sherry being his heater from the start. Yeah, and by the way, felt, this is another reason why Shawn Michaels is an asshole. Well, I don't um, know. I don't. I don't agree with that. Per- I mean, I agree with he's an asshole. Absolutely, I'm not never gonna. Well, come not on. Say that. He, well, but, um, I'm just. I'm reading your. He really notes, felt. Like, he felt in the beginning. He's like, I didn't need a heater. I just threw Marty through the glass. Like I, I could have done it on my own. And I think that was his stance on it. So it never his character on screen. And that you could tell that she loved him more than he loved her, if that made sense. They always had that dynamic. Yeah. But because that's the way he felt backstage, was that he felt that I love her and respect her, but like she's not for me, and I shouldn't be with her, and I don't need this heater. And I think that was like the basic story. I think Sean said it on his... Uh, uh, I honestly... Like Why I honestly, change the music? Yeah. Why have him sing the theme song? Because he's an was it a Was it a financial decision? Yeah. Like when no, she I was think gone? After she was not with him anymore. They already it made owned no sense, it. Probably. Like they already own the rights. But it didn't like... Because it was it. just a woman's voice and a woman singing Sexy Boy. So well, it's like, it's why do you need singing, him singing yeah. his own song? And right, I never understood didn't know it was that. Sherry unless you referenced yeah. her, basically. So it's like... I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you can hear it. You know that's her. Sensational Sherry along with Shawn Michaels. And take a look at the mirror, would you? Take a look at what's inside the mirror. Look at there. Oh, please. This guy's got it all together. Very scary, Sherry. I don't yeah. know, Craig, he's a dick. What do you want from me? He's an asshole. <laughs> I try to tell you guys that every week. I, I, I'm sort of trying to tell you now, and you guys are, why are you, why, I know, why and are I'm you fighting Dave for Mike. telling know, me that. Here, I'm 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 fighting Dave. I don't know what you've done to us, Craig, but stop yeah. it. Jess, I mean, Jess has always loved Sean. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the fact he and defends him every week. I get put in shitty positions where I have to actually like praise his work. You are. That's Hate twice. It. Twice you've been like, I don't know. It's probably not. It's probably not Sean's fault. Well, like, fuck you, Dave. It's not his fault. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, I don't know why you're arguing it, but okay. At a taping of superstars in late 1992, <laughs> Marty Jannetty attacked Shawn Michaels and attempted to break a mirror over his head. Getting revenge on Michaels for throwing him through the barbershop window ten months earlier. Sean would pull Sherry in front of him and allow her to take the blow. And she took it like a champ. After briefly being with Marty and Tatanka at the beginning of 1993, she was released that summer. That's nuts. That's crazy to me. What happened there, Jess? Do you have any info on that? No, I think she just Well, I don't blame Sean for it. I think probably what happened... (laughs) (laughs) First of all, first thing I want to say is Sean had nothing to do with it. I'm positive. No, I... After I, think, that, he, I think she just ran. Her, I think she ran her course, and I think she ran her course, and I think she was just getting again. Vince was going through that weird ninety three, ninety four phase where he was like, "We need to get 
older people out of here and newer people. Oh yeah, on the it was it was and cuts and cuts and cuts at that point. Yeah, and like, I think Sherry was, just felt victim. Yeah. To I just wanted to like yeah. in hind- and this is all in hindsight. But how much money is Sherry really making? First of all, um, why did she have to make that cut when she could promote anybody? In yeah. a hill fashion, in a great way. I, I, know I think it's the, the, I, I think the roster was me. so thin back then, and and it's yeah. Just, and I think it, again, Vince was just going for new. Were, he didn't. They want were hurting, right? Yeah. To your point, they were hurting. And it's yeah. not her fault she wasn't Mabel. Right. Are you very good point? I guess. Thank oh. you. Thank oh, you. Excellent point. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, fair point. I guess. <laughs> uh, let's get into World <laughs> Championship Wrestling. After making brief stops in the USWA, ECW, and Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Sherry would join WCW in the Whoa. spring of I do not remember Sherry in ECW. Do you guys? Yes. And actually, uh, you know, you I don't want to yada yada past that. She, you would. she was part, I want to say, if I'm thinking, she was part of the original, the group that they had there was Shane Douglas. Triple Threat? Yes. Oh, uh, she, was, she was a manager of Triple Threat, if I'm not mistaken. I think she came down to the ring uh, with Douglas, I think. I could be totally way off, but I know I remember her. She was in the mix for the short time that she was in there. Paul Heyman wow. loved her. Wow. So yeah, she she had well, like some things that, to do. When you land that WCW contract, you gotta go for being real about it. So yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it was more money, especially in '94. So, mm-hmm. so she claimed she wanted to be Sting's manager at the time and and painted her face like him. She would also come to the ring and uh, during his matches and root him on. At Clash of the Champions 27, she turned on Sting and helped Ric Flair defeat Sting to unify the international and WCW World titles she would manage flair until late 1994 when she became involved with harlem heat and managed uh them to multiple wcw tag team championships over the next couple years i have to say guys yeah i'm gonna go back again and still say i'm, I'm still mad at jess for like last week where he made me watch uh-huh. bash of the beach 95 but this was one of the cool sections of bash of the beach that we may we may never talk about uh where sherry is actually doing a lot of work with harlem heat on the mic work and in the well, work. yeah. So before it, I get to that, really I, I really think you have a great point. I don't mean to cut you off, but You're good. I do want to touch on the flare stint. Please, uh, even though it was only a five month thing, like flare never needs a heater. But again, you talk about That's the true. perfect person to mold with flare. Sherry was perfect for him in '94, and she helped a lot when Hogan came in. Hogan needed his security blankets, right? That's why he brought Jimmy Hart, and he knew Flair, and he knew Sherry. And so when Flair and Hogan fought at Bash of the Beach '94. Sherry was getting fucking slammed off the top turnbuckle by Hogan. Hogan was getting heat off her by clotheslining her and Flair together. Flair and her would try to cheat and whip Hogan to the ropes, and Hogan would duck and clothesline them both. You know, it was all the gimmicks that Hogan needed to feel comfortable, and Sherry was a big part of that. They also had a match at Halloween Havoc 94, Hogan and Flair, in a cage Mm. where Sherry fucking climbed the cage, and Hogan, as she's climbing in, he grabs her and fucking slams her into the cage. And like, And like he was just beating the shit out of her like the whole time. And she was amazing. And she was flying all over the place. And she didn't care if her fucking dress came up or whatever. Like Sherry was just like, she was such a professional. And her and Flair, their interviews were funny. Flair and his, Sherry, a permanent resident of Space Mountain. Like, and just always, like, yeah, she was just so good on it. Did he say permanent resident of Space Mountain? (laughs) On one of the interviews, yes, he did. That's amazing. She had a lifetime pass or something like that. And she like smiled or whatever and clapped behind him. She deserves that. Come on. There's Absolutely. a famous picture online too where she's wearing Rip Flair his black robe with the butterflies on it, 
uh, with no clothes on under it. There's a famous picture on the wow. internet. Like you could just assume she has no clothes. I mean, she just kind of had it. And nobody thought to put that her. in the backdrop. Tonight. Yeah, that's, everybody's that's actually really always, hot. Everybody's comments were always like, uh, "Like, yeah, she just got off Space Mountain or something like that." Like that's everybody's <laughs> comment. But that picture will surface all the time where she's in that robe. So they had a great, great time together. And even though it was only like five months or so, yeah. like Sherry was awesome with Flair. Like she just, again fitting perfect. Could he you didn't do a, need a manager? But could you, know. you do a quick impression of Flair seducing uh, Sherry in the hotel room at the at the bar just right before that well, night? Okay. The so here's my weakness in my Flair impression. I, I have you don't a hard have time. A weakness. I have a hard time doing his low flare, like just talking. <laughs> I'll just do. I'll do like the slurring drunk. Like he's a world yeah, champion. That's like fine. that's like my. But I can't that's do. Fine. But I can do the over the top like the Hogan, like that one, like whatever. <laughs> you and me are in it tonight. No two other people exist. Like and okay, he's just so that's my flare. I can do that. Go to yeah. work. And for the last time, we're walking the aisle together. And one comes out, and it's me, pal. Like, and it's just I could do Flair all day long, like screaming. Okay, but I have a hard time Jeff, doing You could do that. You could yes, do that. I'm him yelling at Sherry. You could do that. Him yelling at Sherry. You forcing her to come upstairs, like Sherry. You drive me crazy, <laughs> and you're just <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> the nature boy is out in full force. Get on the bed now. <laughs> Put my robot and let's go to Space Mountain. Arn, get the lights. Arn's in the room. Yeah, Arn's just in the room. Arn, turn off the lights and hit record. Like, well, then I, I go back to the turn well, Then I turn well, the lights I was, off I was and then the room. close the door behind me. told me to hit yeah. the lights, so I hit the lights. Man, that was fantastic. So, back to the Harlem, Harlem Heat, Heat. multiple yeah. WCW tag champions. <laughs> yeah, Harlem Heat. She was fired from the team on a 1997 edition of Monday Nitro. Well, and I do want to go back and actually go to what you were touching yeah, on. Please. You know, I think that, I want to say they said it in their Hall of Fame speech, uh, Harlem Heat. But uh, like Sherry was a big reason as to why they kind of fit in that political climate. It, the story, the famous story is like Bischoff was had Hogan pulled aside and he was like, you know, because apparently Hogan knows everything. He's paying Hogan the most money. So he's like, I got to get some money out of this fucker. So he pulled Hogan over and he's like, hey, like, I'm I really want to kind of build a tag team division and I don't really know who should I hire? Who should I go out and buy basically to be like the crowning jewel of my tag team division? And Hogan famously said, you have them. They're right there. And he pointed to Booker. Uh, T look at those Steve guys. Ray. I mean, look at those guys. And he's like, they got everything you want. Like, why would you not go with them? And so that's when the big ultimate push of Booker T and Stevie Ray started happening. That's when they got paired with Sherry. Uh, because they wanted Sherry to give him a little bit of heat. And Sherry, you can't tell me that Sherry didn't help him with the wrestling political no, climate. No, that Sherry no didn't help them with their promos. That Sherry didn't help them. Of course she did. And I want to say, I'm almost positive they did note that in their Hall of Fame speech, that Sister Sherry uh, like helped them out like immensely. Like, And she well, was just amazing. If it's in there, Jess, you're going to find the clip here, I'm sure. Yes. Okay, nasty boys. It's not your fault that you're idiots. It's not your fault that you've got the whole WCW North Tower on your side. It's not your fault. Well, maybe it is that you want to come and beg for just one more title shot. Just one more time. Just one more time to prove yourselves worthy. But you're not it. You're not it, Nasty Boys. This is a Harlem Heat, the World Tag Team Champion. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yes. 
Yes, and uh, and and you know she just fit with them great because she was so good she could fit with anybody and she knew how to get in there she, again she knew how to bump she knew when to talk and all that stuff uh, she just she was wonderful with them like yeah she was wonderful with everybody that she was with but Harlem another great fit again why is she not talked about in the same breath as Keenan and Hart she managed uh, the world I champion know. and Ric Flair she managed uh, Macho King Randy Savage she managed Ted DiBiase she managed Shawn Michaels. She yeah. managed uh, Harlem Heat to multiple tag team championships. Like I, I don't. She managed uh, Buddy Rose and Doug Summers and AWA tag team yeah. titles. She's and uh, AWA as, ladies champion. And, yes, and, and, and WWF women's champion. Right, you know, like, like she, she is just yeah. as good as Heenan and all them. Yep. Uh, we're getting into our late career here and her untimely death. Unfortunately, between 1997 and 2006, she would make various indie spots, even returning to WCW in 2000. To wrestle a handful of matches there. Wait, so I mean, why did she leave WCW? I think just uh, I think her contract ran out, and I think she just left after a while. They just didn't renew it for whatever odd reason. Um, yeah. And then she came back in 2000. I remember she wrestled um, Molly Holly, who was known as Mona back then on WCW Saturday Night. I wow. just specifically remember the stuff. And she wrestled a couple of other upstart women, and you know, gave them put them over and stuff like that. But she just came back to wrestle a handful of dates. I feel like Sherry put so many people over. That, that was that was like her deal. Everything no she ever did was just putting people over. Putting some, yeah. putting some else over, yeah. She made a legendary appearance with Kurt Angle in 2005 as he performed I'm Just a Sexy Kurt dun, 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 in WWE. Yeah, in preparation for Angle's match with Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 21, Sherry comes out and because she sang his original song, Shawn Michaels, she re she helped Kurt sing. I'm just a sexy Kurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. I'll like, make your ankle yeah. hurt. That's excellent. Yeah, and it's crazy that I'm That's saying excellent. Sherry's name at the same time with Kurt Angle because it just the music. What does he mean by that? Oh, oh, I think I'm cute. I got the metal. I got the mood that makes them all tap out the angle slam, the angle lock. Because it just shows how far advanced she was and how relevant how far she, she was. She through. could, yeah, 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 yeah. She wrestled. Ah, uh, she wrestled. Wow, that's my pop's voice coming out there. She wrestled her final match in 2005 in a six-man or a woman match. I'm not sure if it was. Oh man yeah, or woman. you're right. At Wrestle Reunion, she was inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame by Ted DiBiase as a part of the class of 2006. On June 15, 2007, Sherry Martel dies at her mother's house near Birmingham, Alabama. She was 49 years old. The toxicology report found an overdose of multiple drugs, including a high amount of oxycodone, which by the way, guys, I hate to, I don't want to make this into like the more, you know, or CNN brief or anything, but oxy is just a, it's just a massive killer of so many people. And wrestlers are no, they're, they're, they're no exception to that um, with pain and, uh, and living with pain. And it's unfortunate. Like, oh, How many stories do we hear of like, you know, Hawk or Shawn Michaels popping like Somas? You know right, what I mean? Like day. that shit right. is meant to, you know, that's your bedtime Somas, you know, and they would just pop them and wash them down with the beer 
and you pop like two of them and go out and wrestle and shit like that. And Shawn Michaels has a story that he tells. Uh, he used to pass out during dinner and his yeah. wife would have to literally pick his face up out of his fucking dinner and take him upstairs somehow. And after a while, she's just like, I can't do this anymore with you. Like, you're insane. Like, yeah. he would wash it down with wine or whatever and just like, just be out. And like, you can't, you can't fuck with this stuff. And unfortunately, that wrestling, this generation of wrestling uh, wrestlers uh, fell into this I mean, trap, you know, you, of just you, trying you to mask about, the pain. You, you talk about the, I don't want to say the standard of wrestling, because at this time, they were still in the women's division, but a lot of male wrestlers hiding this pain and using Oxy and their lives ending tragically short. But I think Sherry's right in the mix of this because... Of course. What, pe- what people don't understand about Sherry, I, I still don't know if we really if we really <laughs> painted the picture on this. Sherry was taking bumps on a nightly basis from 250-plus pound men. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. bumping for them and making them look good and putting them over. There's of no course. way she wasn't in an incredible amount of physical pain right. of at course. the age of 48 and 49 years old. And by the way, as a woman, right? So we all know as, as married men, like women have to get up earlier, uh, get dressed earlier, put makeup on earlier. Uh, they have such just a harder time. Uh, and a harder schedule. Like she had to do everything men had to do, travel wise, and have the makeup on, and be ready, and and, be, and be better, and just like uh, Ginger Rogers, Fred Astaire, everything <clears throat> yeah, he did. How, how much but makeup backward, was Macho Man backwards and heels? Right. Yeah. Like so, uh, it, it, it's tragic. Like I mean, women have, have tougher bodies, but like you saw the stuff that she took. Like it's no different. I don't know if she's ever married. Uh, if that's yeah, in, no, she was. I think she was married three times. Uh, she has one son. I want to say his name is Jason. Yeah, just oh, I had no idea. I think I think Sherry was always again. She was always a like a wanderous soul. You know, she loved. I think she really loved the road and she loved being around the guys and like doing what she loved. And yeah, she. You know, God, I. You know, I wish Sherry was in her prime right now. You know, with all the women's wrestling over the last six seven years and how it's advanced and everything. And I wish Sherry was around to see the first ever WWF Women's Pay Per View. I yeah. wish Sherry was around because. I think, like, you know, that she deserves it and she deserves that praise. And, like, you know, a lot of people reference the fabulous Moolah because she held the title for so long. But look, I'm not going to get into my feelings about her and about how, how she kind of <clears throat> effectively pimped her women out. But, well, what I'll, I'll, I'll but say you know, because a lot of that's accusations. But episode on Moolah anytime soon as well. Right. Well, and not, I don't have anything personal against her. It's just that, you know, you hear a lot of stories and, and, the reason why Mula was champion for fucking like 20 years, legitly, or whatever she held the title for, was she was married to a lot of these promoters, and she was the ringleader. So you went through her. So, of course, Mula was protected. Sherry was not the fabulous Mula. She ended up beating the fabulous Mula at one point, kind of trained by fabulous Mula at one point, and kind of carved her own path. Um, I I consider, and may, this might be crazy, and I may not be thinking about this statement, but I consider like Sherry the greatest women's wrestler ever. I don't wow. know... I don't know of anybody else who when and I know we just say it because we get partial to people who came around when we first started watching wrestling. But when you really think about it, that transition, how many people were left behind when Vince took the, you know, went from zero to 60 with wrestling, you know, in the country? How many people just couldn't keep up or refused to break the territory habit to refuse to change? How many people got left behind? Some were smart, like Sherry and all them that jumped over and just took a part of it. But she morphed into this bump machine this working with like like you said craig said 250 300 pound men slamming her around in there or whatever and then she would still wrestle and you know women 
And there was no women's division. So instead of just fading into obscurity, she's like, I'm going to manage and I'm going to take bumps for men and I'm going to get in here. She might be the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Like, you know, yeah. she's definitely a trailblazer. If you, if, you, if you take the work into it and then take the mic work into it, I don't think there's any question. If you want to put technical skills into it, there are women that have surpassed her now. Oh, of course. But, of but, course. You, could, yeah. but you could argue that they wouldn't be here without her. She's yeah, a no, trailblazer. I think Jess's point far. is like, there was no one. Like, she had the torch like, when she was the only one with how the torch. Great, like, how many great promos and what, what kind of infectious character did Moolah have? None. Like no. Mula had no charisma. Yeah, she so was I'm old. Go out there tonight and give my all. And sure, yeah, come on, her. Mula was old when she was thirty. Mula was old in her black and white photos. Like <laughs> when, when there was no women's division for 10, 10 years plus. Because like Sherry was the it, only yeah. one doing the mantle, and it wasn't just Elizabeth that was like look looks and aw shucks like the farmer's daughter like southern bell like sherry was she heads too bro. Let's be real about it. Sherry was the one, the only woman carrying the entire thing. Uh, setting the, the the tone for women moving forward, like <clears throat> when, when whatever was at needed. At, at our age groups, Craig, to your point, and we're watching wrestling as kids and teenagers. I didn't see no fabulous move on television. I saw I saw sensational Sherry. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mula was like just old, some old woman that I kept seeing come down to King like, Harley oh, Race every now and then. She'd be like, "Hi, yeah. everyone!" I'm like, "Who the Hi, fuck is hun. this?" And then Sherry would come out and do the work. And, and I will say, I wish she screamed less uh, during my <laughs> yeah. formative years. I didn't like hearing. Her scream a lot. That was her shriek, though the Sherry. But it was that. That was the thing. If her job was to get heat, and then she got she got it heat. Yeah. But like you, if you hated her, she did her job. But my God, that scary Sherry makeup, like that full black makeup with the fizzed up hair and the glitter, like she was just whoever she was with, she morphed fully into that character to help them get better. And she's she's not in the conversation of the best kind of women's character ever because. She every she let she, was, she shine. didn't have any uh, division to live yeah. in really. No division, and she and she yeah. was a heel. She was a heel manager. So, yeah. So time. she so she let Flair shine. She let Savage shine. She let Harlem Heat shine. She let DiBiase shine. She let Sean shine. It was it was about everyone else, which is what ultimately was all about was making everyone better. And I just hope folks do remember her, and and I hope this is a little piece of of giving her some love. Let's get into those championships and accomplishments. We talked about how she was in the WWE Hall of Fame in 2006, but she was also an AEW Women's Champion three times, a WWF Women's Champion. She was Wrestling Observer Newsletter Manager of the Year in 1991, and she is in the Pro Wrestling Cauliflower Alley Club and Southern States Wrestling Hall of Fames. So she's in what at least three Hall of Fames that we can think of, right? Yeah, three or four. Yeah, um, it says a lot about where someone can be considered just a valet. Sherry is not a freaking valet. Anybody calls Sherry a valet, we might have words outside because she was a she manager. Was so she was that. a wrestler. Yeah, now. she was way she ahead was of a, her time when you really piece. think about it because she yeah. she survived for years and made the majority of her career in a sea of men and like yeah. a men's sport, a men dominated you know activity. Yeah. I don't I don't know about uh, it's just it's just. Uh, uh, terms but i think just you said greatest women's wrestler of all time i think greatest women's performer of all time yeah or female yeah. performer of all time that's fair a hundred percent on board with yeah. that i'll take that i'll take that all day that's right that's spot on and i would say top five managers how is she not oh my god yeah yeah like, really how is she not? She's and nobody talks about her in those light they you know again like you know the people that do deserve it like heenan and cornet and 
uh, you know, Grand Wizard and Hart and Slick and all them. They get talked about all the time. But I'm like, nobody ever talks about Sherry. And I, we named so many people, all the Hall of Famers that she managed. Yeah. Give it up for Sherry, people. Go on the network and just watch yes. Sherry. Go you go down YouTube rabbit holes and watch Sherry. I, I yeah. just I just I you know I encourage anyone to find her original recording of Shawn Michaels theme song. And, <laughs> and, and, and I'll find it. I'll get it on here. Keep it that way. I'll end the episode with it. By the way, yeah, you got to. You got and to. also during Booker T's moment when he says an unfortunate term, she's yeah. the one that look, <laughs> she's the one it. that looks over to him and says like, "Why? What happened? What's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, are you it? okay? It's fine. Are you all right? Did you met? Yeah. Like she comforts yeah. him. Did you say what I thought you said? It's fine. It's gonna be okay. It's all right. Uh, we're, we're not live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can edit that out. Oh, we did it. Okay. This is a great episode. <laughs> Skip us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or Google Podcast, or watch our YouTube at our wrestling, whatever uh, the fuck you wanted to be this week. On social what? media, give Stop us a it. follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWV2019. Or at Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. This is Dave, Jess, and Craig. Uh, Cuz, go sell a house. Um, hit him up. <laughs> um, at Our Wrestling Podcast. Signing off. Have a good one. <laughs>